0: neighbors Courtney here welcome to the local Living Carmel podcast where you will hear stories from local business owners and neighbors you can get more from local Living Carmel on Facebook and Instagram be sure to check out our local coupon book which exclusively features deals from Carmel independent businesses available in stores now I'm here with Stephanie Drury of sprouts cooking school hi Stephanie Hi. So we're sitting here in an empty space. It's
1: really glamorous. You can all see it.
0: (laughs) So tell me a little bit about this space. Um,
1: Yeah, really excited. Just bought our first storefront moving on up from a home studio that we've been in for two years. So it's about 1,400 square feet. And... It's going to be like super cool. Have four individual cooking stations for kids, um, induction cooktops and appliances for each group of four students. I think it's going to be really cool. Nothing in the country I know of like this. So it's something I designed on my own, been thinking of for a long time. So I'm really excited about it. Okay. So you hinted at it, but Sprouts Hmm.
0: Cooking School is what?
1: It's a cooking school for kids.
0: Okay, so what's like the age group you usually work so
1: with? So we begin at age three. Um, that age group, you know, we're working on stirring, spreading, primary culinary skills. I'd say they really get into it about five or six. You know, the three-year-olds, they love it, but um, I really see that light bulb going off. Mm-hmm. About five or six. Um, we go up to 13 is when we still teach at 13. Um, and we're also starting some adult classes mm. in this new space. So once a month we hope to have like a mom's night out, once a month. So we've built these kitchen islands to be two inches lower than a standard kitchen island you would have in your home, so that we can appeal to a wide range
0: mm. of people. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so most, moms are probably listening to this and going, <laughs> my three-year-old is not allowed in the kitchen. Oh. So, tell, what exactly, like, what do you find when working with kids in the kitchen?
1: In ge- well, I think most kids are curious about being in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I totally can understand what you're saying about, you know, being patient or working with kids in the kitchen. I mean, I've definitely had those moments. I used to always say, like, you know, you're watching that Rice Krispie Treat commercial." And it looks so peaceful, but then you just want to take over and finish it yourself because it's (laughs) sticky and you don't want to do that. And so I get it too. Um, I I love it. You know, that's me. Uh, I love being with kids and working with them in the kitchen, but I'm a mom too. And so I can appreciate where they're coming from. But for me, it's a life skill. They're going to need to know. Um, I'm an advocate for healthy eating and healthy lifestyles too. So I want to see them learn those skills. I also have a son who has severe food allergies. So I think that was part of it for me, too. I wanted him to learn, you know, what was in his food and in his ingredients and take kind of that power that was lost back. I have an enormous amount of children that come to Sprouts that have food allergies. So I think that there's a teaching moment in that, too. Um, I just really think that there's a responsibility you know, as parents and adults, too, just teaching kids about food and preparing food for themselves. I, you have to learn how to cook. I don't really yeah. know how to say that in a different way. It's just it's a life skill you really do need to know. And I'm happy to be that somebody that is a resource out there for parents that they can send their kids and they can learn how to do. I'm really passionate about it and I love my job.
0: That's so cool. So was this born out of experiences with your own children or did you have this interest before your kids even came along?
1: Um, Well, I always loved cooking. Um, When I was growing up, I was the oldest of three kids. My parents both worked like super long hours, busy jobs. So like my job was starting dinner every night. Mm. Um, But when I had kids, I loved cooking with them. And probably two or three years ago, I wanted to find like a cooking camp for them and I could not find anything in the Indianapolis area and I was shocked kind of by that. And I was getting like to the point in my life where I thought maybe I could enter into the workforce. I had my degree in elementary education and I thought I would start summer camps. And I just made a room in my house with tables and I really just combined my degree in education with my passion for cooking. and I put a little ad on Facebook. I didn't know anything about advertising or anything and I just sold all of them out. I was like shocked.
0: Just an ad on Facebook, that's it. I
1: didn't even run an ad. I just made a page. I didn't even know how to advertise. <laughs> I didn't know anything. I literally just made it. I mean, I, I did hire a graphic designer and you know, I did make an LLC and I did those things correctly. Uh, my husband's a lawyer. My whole entire family is lawyers. I'm the only not lawyer. There's eight of us that are lawyers. So they'll make sure you
0: follow the rules. Oh yeah.
1: I'm very well protected in the legal world. So I mean, my company was, you know, followed all those protocols, but um, I literally just put it out on Facebook and then it was sold out completely and it kind of took off from there. But You know, I guess there was just... I hit the market at the right time. Mm. I think I found a niche that people
0: were looking for. and um, You know, I wonder, like... I'm sure you know someone has kind of had the idea before, but you acted on it and did something. So tell me about that. Like, it's one thing to have the idea, but then to just suddenly decide, I'm going to put a post on Facebook and I'm going to make a page. Like, what was that kind of journey to saying, I'm going to try this?
1: I remember, like... I had the idea. I remember the moment sitting with my girlfriends at Cafe Potashu. I remember that, (laughs) I know. And I was sitting with them and I said, I was so scared to say out loud my idea. And I said, you know, I think I want to have a cooking school for kids. And there was nothing like this really anywhere. And I saw in their faces like how silly, in a Mm. way they thought I was. And they were like, "Oh, you know, how nice." Good furry. <laughs> you know. Uh, but I remember how much courage it took for me to say that. But I knew if I didn't say it out loud, then I wouldn't be accountable to anybody.
0: They just get lost. Yeah.
1: And so I remember going on spring break, like a few weeks later, and I thought, you know, if I come back and I don't have to do it, I don't, I don't have to do it. Like, and I came back and I sat with my husband and I already had my logo designed and I had like paid money and I was sitting there on that Monday morning and I thought, Oh my God, like, do I really do this? Like I, I have to like publicize it. Like this is the week we have to go for it Like now. And I'm like, I can back out. No one knows. I've, I've never told anybody except for like those two people, like we don't have to go for it. And if he hadn't given me that courage in that moment, it just never would have happened. And... I'm really grateful that he did Mm -hmm. but it almost didn't happen like I had a moment where I was like not gonna do it yeah it's safe to back out (laughs) yeah because nobody knew Mm -hmm. but I definitely had those moments I have those moments like all the time before I take like the next leap it took me so long to get to the storefront actually um took me a long time to get to the storefront longer than you would think
0: to kind of push yourself to that next. Oh my leave. God.
1: I tried so many things to not have to have the storefront. <laughs> so many like things that didn't work before I got to here.
0: Cause this was what you were supposed to do.
1: Yeah. This is what I was supposed to do. This is what I didn't want. You know, I, I'm scared, you know? Yeah. Like seriously scared. Like I don't think that people realize when they look at small business owners. It's
0: terrifying sometimes.
1: Yeah. Like we have a nice life. My husband is, he's an attorney. We, you know, we have a nice life, but is, I don't think that they realize like, is it fair to put your family like mm. in, in potentially jeopardy to open up? What started as just like me having like a fun second job. And now is complete. I work 14 to 16 hour days,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know? And what is that to my kids? And all the things that I don't sleep at night. And this is like for real. And it is everything to me now. And it weighs super heavy on me. And what if it doesn't work? Yeah. It's a completely different model than it was. And if it didn't work before, it was just in my house. And if it doesn't work now, there's
0: serious repercussions to that. And it's super heavy. You sound like me talking to my husband. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> really hear heavy. I myself. Yeah, it is. So, and it's,
1: you know, it's just not easy. So, but I just pray, and you have to take that leap. And, I mean, I'm excited, too. Yeah. It's not like you're not excited, but... There's a lot of
0: thought that goes into it before you make those decisions. Thrill and terror. Yeah. So, sure. what is it that like keeps you going? Is it a mixture of just you know outside encouragement from people like your husband and just this internal drive, or you know no, the ideas go insanely driven? Okay.
1: Like I didn't you need somewhere to channel it. I didn't know how driven I was until. I mean, I've always been like goal-oriented, like. My husband and I met when we were like 16, I knew I wanted to get married and I knew I wouldn't have kids. I've always been like, get everything done. But I didn't know like how insanely driven I am. Like I, I don't even know how else to say it. Like if I wasn't working or doing this, I really don't know what else I would be doing because this is where all of my creativity goes. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: All of my passion goes into this company. I, like the sky is the limit here. I love working. I love my job. I, I, I love it. So I just am so driven by doing this. Like I just, I can't ever imagine stopping.
0: You can't help but torture yourself.
1: I know. <laughs> Isn't that like the entrepreneur? It like is. it's the curse. But yeah, no, I do it to myself. I like will make impossible deadlines <laughs> that are like completely my own doing and then drive myself to do it. And then I like finish it and I'm like, well, that's done. So now it's time to like torture myself again.
0: I totally understand. I was just telling my but, husband. like I love it. And, yeah. I was telling my husband, I'm like, I'll say one night I've got way too much on my plate and then the next day I have a next project idea.
1: <laughs> I know. But like, I think there's some people that are creatively driven in that way. And they thrive on that, and I am that way. But it's so cool because, like, if you have a knack for, like, advertising or marketing or, you know, I like coming up with recipes or I like working with kids, I get to do all of that, and it's, like, super fun. Mm-hmm. Your brain gets to work in so many different
0: ways, so it's you're kind constantly of challenged. For the jack-of-all-trades kind of a person. exactly. So before this, like, before you kind of, like, discovered this uh-huh. side of yourself... What were you doing before? I a stay-at-home mom. So what was that like for you? Like, was that, did that also feel natural or did you kind of always feel like there was something else eventually coming? Yeah,
1: probably more of that. Like, yeah. especially in the last year, I was like not, I, I don't want to say like, it was probably not as, I don't want to say that. I mean, I love yeah. my children, but like I definitely spent time feeling like, there's more. yeah. I didn't know what that next chapter was going to be, but I was definitely, like, searching for it. I was like, well, we're not having any more kids, so, like, my days felt, like, a little empty. hmm You know, because my kids
0: were getting older. Yeah, how old were they at the time you decided to do this? My youngest was three. Okay. So. Getting a little more independence. And... Only so much, like, working out you can do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Especially since that's, like, not my most, I try. It's not my most favorite thing to do. I know. So, you know, only so much you can do. And, like, can't, like, make your friends, like, hang out, like, all the time. I'm like, what are you doing today? <laughs> like, somebody, please. So I really needed to be, like, doing something to channel my energy into. So I am a really, like,
0: high energy. I'm sure you can get yeah. it. That within the yeah. minutes of meeting me. <laughs> so I'm wondering, you have, you know, you said so your whole family is lawyers, including your husband's. Mm-hmm. Um This is really different than law. Right. So, like, what's, what were, what was their perspectives at the beginning? And, like, what's kind of their participation now?
1: Um, only my husband is, um, like an active participant in Mm -hmm. it. He does all my legal stuff. My sister-in-law, she's an alcohol tobacco prosecutor. So she'll hopefully be helping me get, a liquor license mm, for For the adult out. classes. Yeah. I was wondering, are you
0: going to have wine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out? So
1: we're hopefully doing that. So we're working, we're in process of that. Um, but no, I mean, other than like our forms and waivers and things mm. like that, they're not like,
0: don't need to be super involved. Yeah. Fingers crossed. What was there like when you came out with this idea? I mean, I think- Since it's so different than what your family do, typically right.
1: does. I mean, I think probably- I don't think that they fully understood, like, what I was going to do with it, Mm. and especially since I was a stay-at-home mom and they all worked full-time, and I still think sometimes they don't understand what I really do. I think having the storefront gave, like, a legitimacy to it, Mm. and I don't know if they knew, like, how many hours I worked or what it fully took to scale up to what I was doing or how much I was really putting into the company. It's not something I... Because I spend so much time working, I try to really separate my personal life and my work life. So it's not something I completely talk about too much. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, like, annoy people because it (laughs) is all I think about.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And so I don't want people to not want to hang out with me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like that cooking girl.
1: Yeah. So I do try to separate those things. So I'm not even
0: sure if they fully know. Mm-hmm. So. so tell me about the actual classes and camps. Mm-hmm. Are they, how different are they? What exactly do kids do when they come in for these classes? Yeah. So a typical like two hour class, let's say. Okay.
1: So those are typically on the weekends. They're a lot of times themed around a holiday and they would come in for two hours. They'd make three to four recipes Um. Like, so if it was Valentine's Day, like, or like this weekend, let's say, it's St. Patrick's Day. So they're going to make like a shepherd's pie. And they're going to make like mini potato bites or like little twice-baked potatoes. And then they're going to make shamrock shakes. So they'll make those three recipes. And then they always get a recipe card to take home. The recipe cards that they take home are always recipes that I have written. So, um, and... Then we always have a semester class going on. Those are usually three to four weeks long. When we have the new store, it'll be four weeks long. And when it was a home studio, it was three weeks long. So those are the same kids each time. They will come in. And those are, I like that because we get to know the kids better. And we're really focusing on developing their culinary skills better. So I really get to hone in on, mm-hmm. instead of just being like, this is how you hold a knife. The next Building time I see skills. it, yeah, the yeah. next time I see them, I get to say, okay, now remember what we talked about last time. Well, we really want you to see how you're holding that knife and work on it again. So I get to see them doing that. Um, because it's a four-week session, something that we're doing in the new space is we're doing these family dinners. And I got that idea uh, in restaurants. They have, like, family dinners, which is, like, the staff dinners or the the back-of-the-house dinners. And they call them, like, family dinners because it's, you know, their staff becomes their families. And it's usually they're using up, like, produce or other Mm. things that they need to use up. Well, for us, I like the wordplay, family dinners, but with their family. That's neat. So what we're going to do is the final class. And it works in our camps, too. It'll be the final hour of class. But we're having the family come in. And then they get to eat the food that the kids have prepared. Not all the food, but like some of the dishes. But the kids are so proud of what they've been doing. And I know the parents are so interested in seeing what they've learned. And I really think that there is food and family go together. Mm -hmm. And I really care about putting those things together. I think family meals are really important um, in getting people around the dinner table. So in whatever way we can help bring those two things together, I want to do it. Hmm. So, um, I just can't wait to see the kids be so proud to show it off. And I would love to have the parents come into the store and do that. So that's probably one of the things
0: I'm most excited about. That's a really neat idea. Thanks. Nice. I like that. Super Yeah, that's it. really cool. So what, like, what do the kids usually like to cook the most? Mm. What are their favorite things? Sweets. <laughs> of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sweets. Not my favorite
1: thing to do, actually. Yeah. So... Um, If we do, like, if we have three recipes, the fourth would be sweet. Um, I'm really working on expanding their palates. Mm -hmm. So the sweets are my least. They're the thing on the bottom of the list for me. Um, I'm working on making vegetables in unique and cool ways. Um, And so I'm treating it as you treat it as a parent. I'm treating it as your reward so it's Mm -hmm. served last. Um, now, sometimes if we have Valentine's classes or Christmas classes, it would be all sweets. But you know what? They can only eat so much of that. So honestly, that's why I love the semester classes because we're making like spaghetti bolognese and really cool things that yeah. you would not think kids can make, and they totally can. And we're not like making kid recipes; like we're making like legit
0: yeah. stuff, real food. Yeah.
1: And it's delicious, and they love it, and they are, like, blown away, and I'm telling them how talented they are, and their little, like, kid chef egos are, like, going through the (laughs) roof, and they are so proud of themselves. And when I tell them that, their, like, faces, like, are blushing, and they're like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I don't know. It's really cool. But I, the sweets thing is, well, I'm not. I like to eat sweets. I'm not saying I don't, but that's not what I like to cook. So that's Mm -hmm. probably half of it. I think I've heard that like chefs are either like sweet or savory. Yeah, and I love baking as much as I love cooking because like it's a science and it's Mm -hmm. precise. Mm -hmm. and don't love that.
0: There's not as much on a whim.
1: Okay, and so try to teach kids about precise, and you have to watch every single thing in leveling. So you were talking about putting kids in the kitchen. Now have 12 of them and have them measure it and have them level it. It's really hard. (laughs) It can be done, but you have to watch them do every single teaspoon, and then you have to say, show me, show Mm -hmm. me. Before it goes in. Otherwise, I mean, a half one and a half teaspoons of baking soda is very difference. different than one teaspoon. And you don't want one kid's cupcake to be flat and mm-hmm. one to be not. So it's not easy. Mm-hmm. So I just prefer, you know, tasting as we go. So what about your
0: kids? My, what do they like to make at home?
1: Oh, they love all sorts of different things. Um, my five-year-old loves to make guacamole. I mean, he would make it like every day if he could. He actually just asked me this morning he wanted guacamole toast for breakfast. <laughs> um, and but they they make a ton of things on their own. They love to make chicken fried rice. That's one of their favorite things to make. My ten year old will make like tostadas for her after school snack. Um, she'll make a lot of different fruit like medleys. Mm. So she'll just like chop up different fruits and then she'll put like a little sprinkling of sugar and fresh mint and that will be like a snack for her. Um, they make all sorts of different things.
0: You hear from like that chefs, you know, don't ever cook at home because they're always yeah. cooking in the restaurant. So do you find that like spilling over for you no. at home? No. That's that's great.
1: Um, it's not true for me, but okay. So on nights that I work. Um, I am tired afterwards. I, w- I will say that. And I don't feel like when I've just finished a class, I'm not going to lie, like it's really tiring teaching that many kids. And it your energy has to be super high, and so I'm exhausted afterwards. But what I will say, I still enjoy the cooking process, and I like a quiet house where I still have time to enjoy the cooking process. And I really still enjoy that. Like last night, I spent all day cooking short ribs. I braised them and it was, it's very enjoyable. And I still find great pleasure in cooking for my family. It's one of my greatest joys is cooking for my family and having dinner with my family. And I don't see that changing. I really don't because I love seeing like the enjoyment that they get in eating my food. Mm. That's really how it started for me. So, no, it's, it's not that way for me. Like, I love it.
0: Your family's probably very happy about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and actually, they're so excited about this store and stuff. We always talked, like, they were like, that before, way before all this happened, when I would make food, they'd be like, this goes on the restaurant menu, mommy. Sweet and you. so, like, now that we have, like, this, like, a lot of the recipes that my students make were from way back when, when they would say, this goes on the restaurant menu. That's so sweet. I know. So that's a lot of, I didn't know, like, how all this, it's funny how life works, you know? All like your pieces it was are coming all coming together. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's really
0: cool and weird, yeah. and it's just... At the time, it's disjointed, and they're kind of all... Yeah,
1: yeah, super weird. That's amazing. Yeah. I know, and so I think, like, we're working on some things with the city, for permitting, but we hope that, like, once a month, we can have, like, special things for sale, like some of the recipes, like how I was talking, like, Mm. my recipes that we, our chefs would be able to make and sell, but we would only do it once a month, and it'd be kind of, like, a special thing for families, like, busy families, Um, but that's kind of, like, an ode to what my family would say, like, that would be in your restaurant, mommy, Mm. and so, like, some of just my, my own things, So we do hope that
0: those things would be for sale. Okay. This is leading me into my last question Uh because that's kind of looking forward to what could be in the future for Uh Sprouts Cooking School. So obviously you have a new space. So there's a very obvious answer to what's coming in the future. But what do you see for, is it kind of continuing all of what you've been doing or do you see like a real like shift in ability to like bloom into lots of other things in this space?
1: Um, okay, well the direct future is obviously just a storefront. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to offer a lot more classes and services, especially like with the birthday party market. I, I was turning away so much business, mm-hmm. it was almost as much as I was taking on, I was turning away. So that was, I think, frustrating in a lot of aspects, not just for me, but I think for other people too. So I think we'll be like a much more full service operation now. Um, but in terms of where do I see Sprouts going, um, this is our first starting off point, And I hate sometimes to like say out loud, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, because I don't, obviously I just, I really want to be successful in this first venture mm-hmm. into a storefront. But, you know, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't see opportunity for this model to be successful somewhere else. Yeah. And I think that that's ultimately what the, the hope is for. And that's what we're working towards. I mean, I think we hope for multiple locations.
0: Not, I don't know where, but that's your, what we hope. Your clientele might answer that for you.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're hopeful that this is like a successful stepping point for other opportunities
0: for us. I'm hopeful. Um, I'm excited to see this space right yeah. now. It's completely empty. I know, <laughs> so I'm excited to see it. It, I just, it feels like it's going to be very inspiring once you get it all. The finishes finished. are really cool. Yeah, they're like really cool. So. All the things you haven't gotten to do yet because it's been an in-home studio. So, I know, it's I know. Exciting. Can't wait for that to be out
1: of way. My- <laughs> It, no. not that I'm not grateful not that I'm not grateful I am grateful but get it out of my house like yeah we're done with that
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie thanks thanks yeah, for sharing thank your you. journey and being so honest about it and it's all the things you talked about are common themes with all the small business owners that I talk with yeah, <laughs> I it's a bit of a torture but it's worth it yeah I mean so well, thank yeah. you yeah I think it's going to be a great success thank, thank you. you thanks for stopping by You can download new episodes of Local Living Carmel podcast on iTunes or subscribe at locallivingcarmel.com where you can get to know a new Carmel business owner and neighbor each week. See you next week.